There is no name like the name of our God because there is no one like our God. The many divine names used in Scripture reveal His perfect nature. Let's open the Word of God today with Scott Pauling and learn more about the name. Real people have real names. The Holy Spirit of God is a real person, and yes, He has a personal name. In fact, there are many names and titles of the Holy Spirit found throughout the Word of God. Uh, the last couple of studies, we have looked at the Holy Spirit first in the Old Testament, in the first mention in Genesis chapter 1, and then in the New Testament in what the Lord Jesus promised in John chapter 14 that the Comforter, the Spirit of Truth, would come. So we see that the Holy Spirit is, is woven throughout all of Scripture. Uh, in the Old Testament, He is referred to as the Spirit of the Lord. Uh, we understand that He is literally connected to uh, the work of the Lord in this world. In fact, the Old Testament tends uh, to emphasize His power at work in the creation. And we see Him, see him of course, in the prophecies all throughout the Old Testament Scripture. He is called the Spirit of the Lord God. He is called uh, the Spirit that was upon Moses. And Nehemiah refers to Him as Thy good Spirit. David in Psalm 51 refers to Him as Thy free Spirit. I like that. All these adjectives tell us more about His nature and about His work. Uh, the prophet Ezekiel referred to Him as a new Spirit that would come. Uh, Isaiah refers to Him as the Spirit of wisdom. And we understand that all wisdom comes from Him. Uh, again, Isaiah calls him the spirit of understanding, uh, the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. Uh, Zechariah refers to him as the spirit of grace and supplications. And on and on and on we could go. You get the point. There are many names and titles for the Holy Spirit found in the Old Testament. But I'd like to concentrate on the New Testament today because in the New Testament, God makes the work of the Holy Spirit deeply personal to us. It is not just about His power in, in creation or in the prophets, but literally it is about the work and power of the Holy Spirit in every believer and bringing every good thing to bear in our lives. Here's our verse today, Acts chapter 1, verse number 8. The Lord Jesus promised, But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. And ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem, and in all Judea, and in Samaria, and under the uttermost part of the earth. Now we understand, of course, that the Lord Jesus was referring to the coming of the Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost. But there's a great application to us, and it is this. When you come to know the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, the Holy Spirit of God comes to live inside of you. There is a moment, uh, there is a a point at which the Holy Spirit comes to live in you. And after, that's the operative word in Acts 1.8, after that moment, you're never the same again. Acts 1.8 reveals to us first that the Holy Spirit is a person who comes. Then it reveals to us that He brings power when He comes. And then it reveals to us that when the Holy Spirit comes in power, that He produces certain things. Because the Lord Jesus said to His disciples, after He comes, you're never going to be the same again. No, after He comes, you're going to want to go everywhere and tell everybody about Jesus Christ, and you're going to see amazing things happen because 
of the work of the Holy Spirit. May I simply say to you that it's a sad reality that most Christians live their life in their own power. And they fail to recognize that the power of God Himself is living inside of them. So let's ponder for just a few moments some of the names and titles for the Holy Spirit found in the New Testament. I think it will help us understand more about His work in our lives. We know that the Lord Jesus referred to Him as my Spirit. Now certainly He's sent by the Father, but Christ personally connected the Holy Spirit to Him, the Spirit of Christ. Oh, do you need Jesus today? Then let me tell you what you need. You need the Holy Spirit of God. He's referred to as the gift of God. What does that mean? It means that you don't earn Him. It means that you don't work Him up. No, He is given by God and He is given freely to believers at the moment they receive the Lord Jesus as their personal Savior. In Romans chapter 1, and again in Romans chapter 8 and verse number 11, He's referred to as the Spirit of Him who raised up Jesus from the dead. Hey, that's some power right there, friend. You say, I don't know if God can take care of this situation or not. Well, let me ask you a question. Do you think that the Holy Spirit who raised a dead man might be able just to work in your situation today in your life? In Luke 1 verse 35, connected to the, uh, the virgin birth of Christ, he is referred to as the power of the highest. Literally, no power beyond the power of the Holy Spirit of God. He is the Spirit of Jesus and the Spirit of Jesus Christ in Philippians chapter 1 verse number 19. Do you need the Spirit of Christ today? In Acts chapter 5, uh, the Bible refers to the Holy Spirit as a witness. Uh, no wonder when the Holy Spirit fills a man, he makes him a witness because that's what the Holy Spirit does. He wants to witness. He wants to talk about Christ. I tell you, I can talk about any number of things, but when I start talking about Jesus, something happens in my own heart and something begins to happen on the other end. Why is that? I believe the Holy Ghost speaks up. The Holy Spirit of God desires to speak about Christ through us. In Hebrews chapter 9, verse number 14, he is referred to as the eternal spirit. Think of that, the eternal spirit. It means that not only is his nature eternal, certainly he is, has always been and will always be, but in the context, that eternal spirit has come to live in you. That eternal spirit is connected to the death of Christ and the salvation that is brought into the heart of every believer. Friend, that's why we have eternal life, because He is an eternal spirit. We see the Holy Spirit of God in connection uh, to baptism in Matthew chapter number 28. People are baptized in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. He's also connected to the Apostles' Prayer, what is referred to as the Apostolic Benediction in 2 Corinthians 13 verse 14 in this expression, the communion of the Holy Ghost. Isn't that beautiful? The Holy Spirit is the one who brings us into fellowship with God. In Romans chapter 1, verse 4, He's the Spirit of holiness. He'll produce holiness. In 2 Timothy 1, verse 7, He is the Spirit of love. Uh, do you feel yourself battling bitterness today? Then yield to the control of the Holy Spirit. He'll fill your heart with love. Uh, he is the Spirit of truth. We've learned that already from the Lord Jesus in John 14, 15, and 16. And the Comforter. Oh, do you see how all these names for the Holy Spirit connect Him to what we need today? Romans 8 verse 2, He's the Spirit of life. In Romans 8 verse 15, He's the Spirit of adoption. And because of adoption, access. You get to pray today and come into the throne room of heaven because the Holy Spirit makes a way. In 2 Corinthians 4 verse 13, He's the Spirit of faith. 
Oh, look, friend, whatever it is you need today, the Holy Spirit has it. He is more than enough. In Ephesians 1.17, He's the Spirit of wisdom and revelation. Do you need wisdom today? Do you need God to show you the way? Then you need the work of the Holy Spirit of God. 1 Peter 4.14, He's the Spirit of glory. In 1 John 2, verse 20, He's the unction from the Holy One, the one who gives understanding. We could go on and on and on. I think you get the point. The point is this, the name reveals the nature. But not only that, the name also connects to our need. And so I want to say to you today, whatever your lack, the Holy Spirit is more than enough. Would you speak to the Holy Spirit right now? He's a real person. You can talk to Him. Would you simply say to the Holy Spirit as a believer today, I yield to you. I love you, Holy Spirit. I need you today. And I trust you to meet the deepest needs of my life. Oh, may God in heaven teach you the wonderful truth of being filled with the person and power of the Holy Spirit. He alone will produce everything you need. We were told in Acts 4, verse 12, Neither is there salvation in any other. For there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. If you do not know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, you can place your faith in Him now. And God promises, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. We encourage you to listen to all of our studies in this series and find other helpful tools on our website. If you would like to support this Bible teaching ministry, you may do so at enjoyingthejourney.org. Thank you for helping us reach others with the gospel. Thank you.